Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Hey, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Excellence Expected with me, Mark Asquith. Now, are you a master or have you yet to reach your masterful potential? And that is the question I think that faces all of us. Heck, that's why I called the show Excellence Expected. We all expect excellence of ourselves and that is the very issue we're going to define, challenge and conquer today, how you can rise to master it. And joining me today is someone that has helped over 10,000 entrepreneurs, hundreds and hundreds of businesses, and actually runs a fantastic podcast called Rise to Mastery. So joining me today on the show is someone who it gives me great, great pleasure to welcome, Mr. Cameron Benson. Hello, sir. Hey, Mark. How are you doing today? I am good. Thank you, sir. I'm good. And I'm really excited about this. Now, I've been a guest on your show and you've got such a fantastic show. So before we dive into the problem, tell tell the people listening a little bit about Rise to Mastery because I love it. Sure. So it is actually a co-hosted show with me, Cameron Benson, and my co-host, Mr. Kenny Cannon. And uh, much like your show, we have on other entrepreneurs and business owners and people who have really mastered some aspect of their life or are constantly working to master some aspect of their life. And then we also bring on health experts. We bring on people who talk a lot about relationships because we kind of think when it when it comes to mastering your life and living the, you know, the the best life possible, it's really a mixture of it all, right? It's your mindset, it's your health, it's your relationships with your families and your business partners and your customers. So that's what Rise to Mastery is all about, daily podcasts, and um, just sort of just start, just got it started, but we are really excited, been able to talk to a lot of really smart, cool people like yourself, and um, just having fun hanging out. It's a great show, honestly. The guys have got such a good energy on there, and you're a big big fan of the Green Lantern movie as well, I found out. <laughs> Some, something like that. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. Anyone that's listening will know that I'm a big DC Comics fan, and we, we talked about the Green Lantern movie and, you know, if there's anyone out there listening that actually likes that movie, just stick someone in the comments because I just want to identify that one person that does like it. Unbelievable. Hey. <laughs> anyway, I digress. <laughs> we'll get so let's, that. Oh, we could get talking about that for a long time, man. So let's talk about your history then, Cameron. Where did you come from? What led you to the rise to mastery? Let's just talk about that history for a while. Where, where did you start and where did you end up? So I started as a military child. My mom, she was a single mother. Uh, we moved all over the place when we were younger. Uh, my, I have two brothers, an older brother and a younger brother. And um, yeah, we moved around a lot when I was younger, Moved in Lon- lived in London for three years. So when I first spoke with you, I was actually able to understand you. <laughs> Makes a nice change, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we moved around a lot. And, you know, when I was younger, I always knew that I wanted to be in business. Um, when I was, I remember watching all the infomercials when I was younger and thinking, oh yeah, I can do that. Oh yeah, I can do that. I can do that. And it, I never, I, I played sports and stuff when I was in school and high school and all that good stuff, but I never really wanted to be a sports star. I always wanted to own the team. And from that, I went to one of the top entrepreneur school, entrepreneurship schools in the nation for college. Um, and while I was there kind of really committed to learning entrepreneurship, came across this little book 
Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And since then, I've just been kind of immersed in this online marketing thing and have luckily been able to develop that into a uh, business for myself. Do you know that the book there, the Napoleon Hill book, Think and Grow Rich, is such a life changer, complete, complete life changer. And do you know, this is what, what baffles me with, with, with so many people that are in business and, you know, profess to be so busy all the time. Unless you surround yourself with this kind of thing, how can you expect to continue to rise to mastery? How can you continue to excel? Because you kind of need to be in this frame of mind all the time, don't you? And books like that, they just do it for you. It, it, and that's another thing with the whole idea of rising to mastery, because you know, people who get immersed in their business, they're, they're probably working for their business, right? Spending 60, 70, 80 hours a week and not seeing the really the returns that they thought about and they don't know why, or they, they go to work all day and they're, they're stuck at this seeming level that, and they just don't know how to take the next step. And it's because of things like that, because they don't constantly feed their minds, because they don't work at improving all the aspects of their lifestyle and their business and in and out of their business and you know they suffer for it yeah it's so important it's, it's just a, it's just a way of personally developing everyone professes to be you know if you're in a small business or you're an entrepreneur you profess to be into self-development and personal personal progress and, and a lot of the time you're actually that's just lip service it's what what you tell people because you expect that's what they want to hear and you've got to really as you said you know so eloquently you've got to feed your mind and let's just talk about the 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 multiple facets of, of your, I guess, your grasp of mastery, because you said something really important earlier, which is it's not just about business. It's life, love, relationships, and everything that goes along with that. When you sort of start working with people, do they actually understand that it's everything together that counts in life? Or do they keep things separate like a lot of us do? I think, well, I think what most people, most people think once I get this aspect fixed, all the rest will follow, right? So most people think, okay, once I have a business that's making me a billion dollars per second, then I'm going to be able to spend time developing my relationships. I'm going to be able to spend time, you know, going to the gym more and being more healthy. They don't realize that you have to work on all those things and you have to constantly work on those things just like you do your business. And you have to find the right balance between, you know, growing your business and making sure that your kids don't hate you or that you don't have a miserable home life because you're spending so much time focused on your business. And everybody's different. Uh, you know, I'm younger. I'm only 27 at the time of this recording. Uh, my co-host Kenny, he's in his thirties and he has a daughter. I don't have any family. You know, I can just pick up and move whenever I want to. So everybody's different. And most of the times what we find is that people are, they come to us and they want to work with us and they say, you know, well, I need to, I need to double my business in the next year. If I just double my business, then I can be a lot more happy and I can actually live the lifestyle that I always thought I wanted to live but they didn't do anything to actually plan their lifestyle. So that's what we see a lot. People that come to us and they want to work with us. And we can, of course, help you with the business stuff. We can, of course, help you with, you know, getting more leads or all that stuff. But it really comes back to, are you really focusing on improving these other aspects of your life at the same time? Because if you're not, one's going to get so far behind that it's going to really hurt the overall life experience, you know, hurt you, hurt you overall, even if your business is doing awesome. That's something that Gary Keller talks about quite extensively in The One Thing as well. He talks about the 
the idea that you, you, you're juggling so many balls in your life and you kind of expect that they're all weighted equally. But mm-hmm. he talks very specifically about the day that you realize that work is a rubber ball and you can drop in it and it'll bounce back. But actually your life, your love, relationships, your health, they're probably glass balls that they're going to shatter or scuff or break if you drop them. I think that's a really good way of picturing that in your mind because it, mm-hmm. it drives home that fact, doesn't it? And, and and most people don't realize that your business, right, and the money aspect of it. So there's pretty much two things that that people, if they're really successful, or they can be, it's easy to be really successful with two things, your health and your business or your wealth, because those are the two things that we have the most control over, right? If I want to build more business and get more income, I can just pick up the phone and start cold calling, right? If I want a better body, I can just, you know, have a really strict, you know, nothing but chicken breast and broccoli every single day, every meal and go to the gym seven seven days a week. So those two things we really have the most control over. And I think those two things are sort of like that rubber ball. Health is, you know, maybe like a mix, like a weird hybrid rubber glass ball. But those two things, since we have the most control over them, those are the most thing. Those are the things that we want to fix right away all the time. And those other things, like your mindset, your relationship, you know, your overall relationship with finances, those those glass balls, like you described them, they can break so easily, and we don't put any effort into developing them because we don't think that we can have the same results, right? You know that if you make X number of cold calls, you're going to get X number of dollars into the bank. You don't know that you can also actually start planning the, and designing the lifestyle that you want and then working towards that every single day. But since you don't get that, you know, tomorrow, or you don't get that right away, it's harder for people to focus on those things. It's a really important point that, you know, the idea that you can design the life you want. And, you know, I know someone, Shamik, who's, who's got a podcast called Design the Life You Want, because <laughs> I think it's, it's such a, an important idea for anyone that is in business because it is about life. It's not just about earning. And Cameron, let's just think about some of the people that you work with then. So specifically some of the people that kind of come through your door. What in particular do they tend to struggle with? Are there any specifics that you can share with us that, that might drive home some of the points that you work on? We work with a lot of my co-hosts and I, We before we kind of met each other and started working with each other a lot, uh, we both had our own marketing and consulting businesses. So we have two very distinct types of people who come to us, right? We have the person who's come to us and they're the business owner or they're entrepreneur. And they said, hey, all that stuff you guys are talking about is cool, but I just want you to help me get more money, right? I just want you to help me increase my bottom line. I made X number of dollars. I want you to help me make X plus one. And, you know, we've, we've been, I've been doing marketing ever since I was in school. Kenny's been doing it since he was 15 years old. So we're very good at that, right? And we we're more than happy to help businesses with that because one thing that we have learned is that we can't force somebody to, you know, start building better relationships. <laughs> they have to, it has to be one of those things that you kind of want. The other type of person is the person who wants to come to us and they're, they want to work with us as coaches. They want to work with us and they, you know, they say, you're not a, necessarily a health and fitness expert, but Cameron, can you help me while you, while we're working on my business and while we're working on creating these streams of income, can you also help me with, you know, lifestyle design, how I can design the right lifestyle. And the, the weird thing is we're not really telling them what to do. We're more so just kind of open, helping them open the door to the possibility of such. So it's the traditional business owner or the the online person who just wants more 
more, more, more. And it's, we have a, a nice portion of, of coaching students, I guess, who come to us and they just want to kind of learn some of our strategies and want to kind of put it together in this whole idea of rising to mastery in these all these different areas of your life, you know, 30, 60, 90 days at a time. Let's talk a little bit more about that lifestyle design, because I'm not sure that's something that, especially small business owners, you know, I'm talking like the one man, two man bands, maybe even the sort of brick and mortar people. I, I often think that we just drive to work, we do our job, it's accepted that we work long hours, and it's accepted that sometimes we're going to miss family things, or, you know, we're going to have to work Saturdays, and it's not, it just doesn't feel right, you know, and I don't I don't often think that people actually consider that they can design the life that they want. So what are some of the particular steps that you walk people through? How do you help people realize that you can do that? And then how would you help them plot that journey? The you know, you can you've heard it all the time in all the different types of 12 step programs and all the different online things uh, with in terms of like self-help and stuff. The first thing is you have to realize that it's not the way that you want. And the thing that I always tell people is stop living your life by accident. That routine of going, waking up in the morning, going to work, doing your job, you can be very good at it. You can be making a lot of money at it, coming home. And when things come up, you just, I'm going to miss that baseball game of my kids, or I'm going to miss that date night with my wife, or I'm not going to go on vacation again for the 15th straight year. That's living your life by accident. And the first thing you have to realize is that it doesn't have to be that way. If you just take some time right now, kind of plan some things and plan how you want things to go and then start working at that consistently to implement it and to make sure that it's the way that you want it to be, then you can start doing things like design your life. And it's it's not anything that is hard. It's not anything that you haven't done before or haven't heard before. It's just something that you haven't implemented before because the only way you're not living the lifestyle that you design is because you haven't decided what you wanted that life to be and you haven't implemented it consistently. Do you think there's an element of, I want to use the word fear, but I'm not sure fear's the right word. I'm not sure that's what I'm trying to articulate. But the idea that, we don't necessarily deserve the life that we want or, you know, that it's for the people with the cash or it's for, it's not for us. It's for someone else. To, you know, they've got the good life. You know, mm -hmm. we have to work like this. Is, is that something that you come across? And I don't know how best to articulate that. I've done a terrible job. Yeah. But I, I think it's, it's the same with everything, right? I think people, when you, when most people, when they start something, right. Or when they have the intentions of starting something new, reading a book, you know, starting a business, they do with the intention of bettering their lives. Somewhere along the way, whether it be with temporary setbacks while starting, right? You decide to, you go get this book and you decide that you're going to read this book and you plan on reading it every night for two hours. And then, you know, day number three into it, you know, you, you go to the movies or something with a friend or you go out to dinner, you don't have enough time to read. And then, so I think, I think what it is, is, a nece not necessarily a fear of failure in the sense of I won't be able to get the lifestyle that I, I do design for myself. I think it's more so of something comes up, right? And once that something comes up and kind of interrupts whatever you set out to do, when that happens, people just automatically revert back to the path of, path of least resistance. And they then start using excuses 
of why it didn't work for them. And that's what I see more more often than not. Now, why that particular person comes up with the excuse, I don't know. I just know that excuses come up and those excuses are the only things that are keeping us from getting that lifestyle that we want or getting the finances that we want or getting the businesses that we want. And most of the times those excuses are something along the lines of, it doesn't work for someone like me because of X, Y, Z, or it's only for the people who have the time to spend six hours a day doing a podcast, or it's for the people who can spend three hours every morning in the gym. And they don't realize that they're watching American Idol every single Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever comes on for an hour a night. And it's, that's, that's what's keeping them back. Yeah, I completely get that. You see so many people that say there just aren't enough hours in the day. And I remember a quote, believe it or not, this was in Arnold Schwarzenegger's biography, I think, <laughs> autobiography, Total Recall. And he said, look, man, if the president of the United States can find an hour a day to work out, then you sure as hell can find an hour to do what you need to do. And that really struck struck me as being something that we, ju- we just fall back on an excuse. Well, we just don't have time. We're so busy. And then we turn it into an accolade. It becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy because then people say to us, how are you doing? Are you all right? Are you good? And our default answer is, oh, well, yeah, I'm good. So, so busy. So busy. So it becomes this, it just becomes this positive, this false positive that we put out there. And we feel like we're doing all right. But really, we're digging ourselves into this ditch that we're going to have to somehow crawl back out of later when we realize that, as you said, Cameron, we're not taking the holiday for the 15th year running. We're not seeing the kids' baseball games. It's, It's this really weird mindset that we get ourselves into. And it's it's a rut. I think it's a rut that you said it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I think that's what it is, because you get yourself and this happens to the best of us. You know, like um, I recently moved back to Indianapolis from Chicago's in Chicago for three months over the summer. And uh, I had picked up some I have been picking up some new habits and uh, specifically with journaling about one specific aspect of my business so I can reflect on it and see how it's grown over 90 days. Um, nothing that I've, ha- I've actually tried before, or excuse me, that, that I've actually implemented before. And I have been doing it consistently for about 30 days. And then I got into moving and I was like, well, I don't have enough time to actually do the journaling, which takes all of 15 minutes because I was quote unquote moving. And It's interesting because from that one decision to decide I didn't have enough time while in the the two or three days that I was moving, that has then carried on to I just don't do it anymore. Now, I'm not moving anymore, but I still have that excuse of, well, I don't have enough time to do it. Well, I had enough time to do it before. And the only reason that I supposedly didn't have enough time to do it in those two or three days is because I was moving. So what is it now? You know, well, now something else just comes in. And I, like I said, I think it's like that path of least resistance. And until you realize that you're running that pattern, you can't really get out of it. Yeah, the recognition of it, the idea that you need to figure out that you are in this rut is a really big problem. I think I think so many people just go about being busy and just mm-hmm. getting through the day. And, you know, they don't necessarily see that. In fact, I put an email out about it not so long ago to the VIP list. And just saying, listen, I recognize that I've developed further bad habits. You know, I got out of these bad habits and I've developed new ones. Mm-hmm. And I, I fell back into the rut very, very sort of, I guess I wouldn't say it's periodic that I do it, but I think everyone, you know, maybe six, seven months into something else, like you said, 
you just stop doing it because something else gets in the way. And, and the, the idea that you've got to stop and assess is so important. And I, d- I do believe that we often forget to do that. Um, is that something that, you know, when you're working with these, co- these people that you're coaching, do you find that they have similar problems or is it such a varied range? Are there any trends that, that come up quite often? The trends that we see most often is the same things that the people who are listening to us right now are thinking to themselves, you know, well, I don't have that sounds great, but I can't do that because of X, Y, Z. Right. So for the perfect example of that is something that we'll talk a little bit about later in terms of how to become exponentially more productive. Most people just think that like, well, I can't do I can't I can't get these things done. Right. So when we talk about lifestyle design, when we talk about, well, let me give you a perfect example for business owners out there. I know you have a lot of business owners who listen. It doesn't matter if you're online or offline. Most business owners, they tell us that they want to get more leads. And one of the best ways to get more money for your for your business, obviously, is getting the people who've already purchased from you to purchase again. So one of the things that we, we constantly have our business owners do is to create an email opt-in list. And most business owners don't have that. And if they do, they do it the wrong way. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what we have them do is create an opt-in you know, PDF, short four, 10 page PDF tells them a little bit about your company, gives them some tips and some helpful advice. And the first thing that we hear is I don't have the time to do that. Like, where am I going to get the time to create that PDF? So it becomes this interesting dichotomy between, you know, that you want these results for your business and you've gone through the effort of contacting me and probably even pay me some money to help you with this. And then you don't you say that you don't have enough time to implement it now that's that's really kind of interesting if you just kind of think about that from from you know a 360 foot view of like well hey like this person paid you money to do this for them but then for whatever reason and it's usually just an excuse or like that rut we were talking about they don't want to implement it now to me that's a little bit crazy but it's really what we see all the time right? You, people come to us, whether they're coaching students or in the example I gave of the business owner, they come to us and they have the specific problem that they want to solve. And then there's something that is completely unrelated, stopping them from implementing it or doing it. In this case, time, which is usually the, you know, the biggest one and time, we all have the same amount of time in the day. So that's really not an excuse. Um, and it's just it's just something that we see all the time. So usually the things that are coming up are the same things that people are thinking about right now. It's going to be I don't have the time to do something like that. Um, I don't have the money to do something like that. Um, I'm not smart enough to do something like that. Um, my business isn't the size it needs to be to do something like that. And it's just the same things that we hear over and over. I don't have the employees to do that. Um, if it's specific entrepreneurs or people that are coming to us who want to do work with us on a coaching level, um, you know, something outside of their control that they can't, the reason why they can't do it, I have to take my kids to this, this, and this. And it's just, it's, it's really just, I think it comes back to, um, you know, something that we said before, it may be coming back to some sort of fear of not being able to get the results that they want because us as entrepreneurs, I think that we are very goal oriented and we want to see results. 
And I think that we just sometimes have a problem implementing something new because we don't know if it's going to succeed and we want everything to succeed and be perfect right away. Yeah, you're right. We, we all do push ourselves a little bit too far with that. Sometimes you just got to let go and actually just get something out because only only when you have something that people can feed back on do you know what they actually want. So mm-hmm. that's a very, very, very valuable point. Cameron, what we're going to do now then is just switch it up a little bit. We're going to move it into the actionable takeaway section of the show. So for anyone that does want to rise to mastery, either in business, in life, love, relationships, whatever that may be, I know you spent some time putting together three actionable tips for the guys listening. So let's dig into, if we may, actionable tip number one, please, sir. Absolutely. So the first thing, no matter what aspect of your life that you want to rise to mastery to, the first thing is you have to make the decision that you're going to do it. Okay. And you're going to, you're going to start to rise to that level of mastery despite how you feel. Right. Because lots of people, you know, I don't feel like going to the gym today. You know, I know that I should spend more time with my significant other or should spend more time with the kids or should make extra effort to, you know, work with, to get more customer feedback for my business, but I don't feel like it right now or I don't have the time to do it right now. So the first thing that you have to do is, you you know, you just have to make the decision that I'm going to do this. I'm going to rise to this level of mastery despite how I feel because I made the decision to. And, and really quick before we move on, I just want to clarify. When we say rise to mastery, we don't mean that you're going to become the Yoda of business, right? Because that's just not possible unless you can live to five, be over 5,000 years old, you know, and master the Jedi, um, what we, what we simply mean when we say rise to mastery is that right now, if you think what, you know, whether it's your business, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your mindset, whether it's your health, right now in your head, you have some idea of where you want that to be. For you right now, that is mastery. Now, once you rise to that next level, there's going to be another milestone or there's going to be another point in your head where you want to go. And that's going to be the new level of mastery for you. So we don't necessarily mean make the decision to be you know, the the best plumber ever in the history of mankind, past or present, future, we simply mean to make the decision to get to the level where you want to be right now and keep working at it. And that's all. That's really all it is. So that decision and following through on that decision, despite how you feel at the time, just decide who you want to be, decide where you want to be and go for it. I love that. That's great advice. You're just going to make that decision. And we, we struggle with that. I struggle with that all the time because you just dilly-dally and you just take your time and you don't necessarily, as we said earlier, you don't feel that it's for you. So I think that that's a very important first step. So that's fantastic. And the second actionable tip, sir, please. Absolutely. The second one is is consistency because you can never achieve any level of success or mastery or whatever you want to call it without consistency, without consistent effort. Now, the best way to do it is by taking small steps every single day. Because right now, if you just decide, you know, step one, make a decision, decide, and yet you're going to do it consistently every day. So if you just decide that, hey, I'm just going to try to get my business just half of a percent better every single day, some aspect of it better, and I'm going to work at improving that aspect of my business every single day. you know, a year from now, you won't even recognize your business because it's that consistency and working at it every single day. Now, even sometimes, you know, sometimes stuff is going to come up and you won't get it done or you won't improve that aspect of your business or you won't improve that aspect of your health. 
But if you work at it consistently, then a year from now, when your business is completely changed or your mindset, you just have a completely different outlook on everything in life. Um, at that time, it's going to be such a, such a, you know, pivotal shift in everything, such a paradigm shift that it's just going to be like a snowball that's just running out of control that nobody can stop. So the first thing is making the decision to rise to some level of mastery in your, whether it be for your business, for your life. And then the second thing is just work at it consistently, at least every day. And if not every day, at least a planned schedule, right? So maybe five days out of the month or three days out of the week, just some or 15 minutes every other day, just come up with some planned schedule that, and then stick to it. You know, again, that goes back to decision. Once you decide to do it consistently, that's a new decision that you've made. And these things just start to kind of pile up to just become an unstoppable force like the Dragonaut. I love that. That's a really good quotable <laughs> tip there. I love that one. That's amazing. Super stuff. So the third and final actionable tip, I don't know if we can take anymore. We should maybe stop on the word juggernaut. <laughs> Just drop the mic, exit stage left. <laughs> Boom. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the, the third tip is productivity because listen, I know everybody listening right now is that, you know, they may be getting excited. They may say, Hey, I can, I can make a little small increment improvement every single day to not even be able to recognize, recognize myself. But I know that you still want to see the results now. So the best way that I can tell you to, and this is kind of like, if you want to call it like a productivity hack or whatever, and this, this is the actionable step number three, productivity, how to in exponentially increase your results. So it's not going to work every single time, but you know, this is going to help you make sure that you're going to get to where you want to be. All right. And it's going to help make sure it's kind of like the final touch to make sure that you're going to be able to rise to mastery in some aspect of your life. So this little productivity app, I got this from one of my business coaches because I think it's really important as business owners, especially as entrepreneurs, that we have others that we can work with on a regular basis. So I have a business coach. Um, I think it's just as important as having an accountant, really. But so this productivity app is you need to figure out what results that you want to get. What what are the real results that you want to get in your life? And going back to the book that you mentioned, one thing, I think you should be focusing when it comes to this rise to mastery thing, I think you should be focusing on one aspect and maybe have like a subs, subset of two others that you're working on. So let's say the first one is your business. And your 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 one thing right now that you're going to be working on for the next 30, 60, 90 days or whatever it is, you're going to say to yourself, okay, I'm working on my business. I'm going to take my business to the next level. So this productivity hack is, is really cool. And basically you need to figure out what the 20% of the results that you want to get in your business. It takes a little time. You got to probably spend, you know, maybe like an hour or so every, I do it every Sunday. Um, spend an hour or so figuring out, okay, what is it that I want to improve specifically with my business, specifically what I decide to rise to the next level with. And if it's my business, okay, well, what do I want to improve about my business? Well, I want to get more leads. Okay. What are some ways that I can get more leads? List off those things that you can do or whatnot. Productivity hack is when you figure out that you want to get more leads, focus on that for the next week or the next seven days. Okay. Because what's going to happen is, or I said the next seven to 10 days or the next week or something like that. Because once you are only focused on that one thing and you actually and this is the second part of it, 
you have to actually plan the time that you're going to be working on it. So I actually go into my calendar, not just a not a to do list. I actually go into my calendar and I put out on my calendar. 30 minutes a day to only work on generating leads for my business. OK, and I just do that. I do it every week for once one thing in my business, whatever I'm trying to improve or, you know, if, if it's my health, maybe I just plan out the exact times I'm going to be going to the gym and what I'm going to be doing at the gym that week. I know it seems small and I know it seems too good to be true, but I can promise you that if you actually plan that out and the more you work on it, the better it's going to be. So if you plan it out on Sunday, plan it out for every single day, I can promise you. And you don't really have anything to base it on. Because people really don't do a, a really good job of tracking, you know, things in their life, um, me included. But if you just do that, plan out what the 20 percent that you want to get on a certain day and actually schedule it for every single day or whatever your schedule is going to be. By that end of that time, that end of that seven to 10 days, I don't really recommend that you go out too much farther than that. The results that you're going to get, I guarantee, are going to be exponentially better than something, anything that you've implemented before. And it's going to be really mind blowing to you once you see the results of it. And then you can start to do that every week like I do it. And you can start to implement other subsets. So you say, OK, well, I got the leads coming in for my business by planning it out 30 minutes every single day at 11 a.m. That's really cool. Um, let's let's take that out to maybe health. So I'm going to walk my partner, Kenny. My co-host, he walks every single day. He doesn't necessarily plan it out a specific time, but he schedules an hour each day to go on a walk to make sure he gets 10 to 15,000 steps in per day. So the productivity app, you know, just take a time actually scheduling your calendar. It's not enough to just write it down, you know, put a big headline on a piece of paper, say to do for Monday and then write your thing. You have to go into your calendar. You have to work from your calendar and you have to actually every time. You know, your alarm goes off or your calendar notifies you at 11 o'clock in the morning to actually implement whatever that productivity thing is for your business. So once that happens, the results that you'll get, you'll, you'll start to see really solid results every single week that you do that. Completely agree with that. That's something that I do. I've got a very strict schedule from 7.15 a.m. To, um, to about 8.30 and then I've got I've got four hours completely free to do whatever that one thing is that I need to do in my business or in my personal life. Yeah, and that's and the afternoons full of meetings and whatever else. Yeah, that's the really important thing, though. You when it when it comes to making sure that you get the results that you're looking for. Again, you have to take the if you just say, well, I want to rise my business to the next level. That's great. But then you have to say, OK, what does that consist of? OK, that consists of me getting more leads into my business. OK, then that's the 20 percent that you want to do. Make sure you're working on that, scheduling that every single day. I would recommend to get the best results, work on it every single day for a certain amount of time, whatever you think is best. And if you do that, your you, your business is just going to start to soar like you've never seen before. Love that. That is amazing. Cameron, this has been such a good chat. Thanks so much for delivering all that value. It's just packed full of goodness. And just before we stick a pin in it, sir, yes, where sir. is the best place for people to connect with you online? Uh, they can visit our, our site, risetomastery.com. They can you know read all about Kenny, myself, and our co-host. They can also just email me directly, Cameron at risetomastery.com. Super stuff. Check it out, guys. Honestly, these guys are fantastic. Their show, Rise to Mastery, is amazing. So please, please, please check it out. In fact, when excellence expected, this episode has finished in your podcast app. 
hit the search button and search for Rise to Mastery. I can't recommend it enough. Cameron, thank you once again, sir. Hey, my pleasure. I enjoyed it. Super stuff. And guys, don't forget, if you need anything, anything that you've missed, any of the links or any of the resources, tips, tools, insights, anything at all, you can get them over at excellence-expected.com. And whilst you're over there, if you are struggling for time, we've talked about it quite a lot this episode. If you are struggling, there's a freebie over there for you, which is the Essential 14-Day Guide to Cutting Your Working Hours and Increasing Your Impact. Now, that's a bit of a, a workbook. It's something that I wrote and actually follow myself that allows me to just focus on the one thing I want to achieve. So it will help you with everything we've spoken about today. And thanks again for listening. Do not forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Bye-bye.